Welcome to the Transformation Church weekly follow-up podcast, where we get to follow up, break down, and discuss last Sunday's message. Our goal is to help create context and drive conversation to learn more about what God has for us. Now let's join our team as we gain deeper insight into this week's message. Hey guys, welcome back to the Transformation Church weekly follow-up podcast. I'm Justin Oswald, the executive pastor of TC. Back again with me today is Brad Livingston. What's up, guys? We'll be back another week, another sermon, another follow-up podcast. And uh, believe it or not, we came back for another one after last week. So (laughs) we did. (laughs) It was good. Uh, We did. Yeah. So uh, as per our new norm, uh, we got a man, uh, Funk Master Flex, John the Creator. uh, Mr. Funk. I kind of like that. Off John the Creator. Mr. Funky himself. (laughs) I like that. It's like Tyler the Creator. It's like Tyler the Creator. My name. Yeah, and that's John the Creator. Yeah. We got John the Creator on the microphone. Okay. Listen, and, as uh, a creative, that's not very original, though. You should not like that. Well. So, there's that. John, why is this lamp back? Well, your whole life is not original, so. <laughs> I beg to differ. Anyways. It's original in that it hasn't changed much. Because, like, his wardrobe. Been rocking some swoop tees lately, though. I don't know the term swoop tee. The t-shirt that's a little longer and swoops in the front and the back. Drop cuts. Sure. That's how I know it. Yeah, on your bougie websites. Is this bougie? a drop cut? Is this a drop cut right here that you're wearing? Is this a built shirt? Yeah. Oh, ooh. Pinky's yeah. out. That's not bougie. It's a t-shirt. How much you pay for that t-shirt? It's a normal t-shirt <laughs> price. <laughs> They're normal for bougie t- stores. <laughs> That's a normal t-shirt price. Nah, I mean, I'm good with it. I have on my office, Alan Iverson, the answer shirt. I paid a little bit for because it was See? worth it. It's just a t-shirt. Yeah. So anyways, I'm a little jealous of his shirts. Of who? Me? Me? Justin? Or Justin's? I guess both of yours. The bill sh- Oh. Well, hey. So I showed you the website where you can get these. Yeah, I did see it. For those of you that are basketball fans. And the office fans. And the office it's uh, Michael Scott doing the Allen Iverson walkover over Toby. Uh, <laughs> beautiful shirt. Beautiful. Like, and I saw this. I was like, I'm buying it right now. And uh, I got a few more shirts coming from them because they're just awesome. So, but. Yeah. That has nothing to do with anything we're talking Absolutely about. Literally None nothing. Of the sh- yeah. And those who listen to the podcast, you literally don't know what we're talking about. So you'd have to go to the Facebook page and check it out. But um, yeah. I'll post it on my Instagram later. How about that? Do that. So, uh, but yeah, man, it was a good week coming off a, a good week. Good Sunday. You know, um, new series kicked off a new series called what's next. Um, and we're kind of just, uh, we're going to be going on a journey kind of through the four step journey of our church, which is the mission of our church. So uh, when we talk about like uh, the vision of TC is to see people transform from who they are to who God wants them to be. But the mission of TC uh, is for people to know God, find freedom, discover purpose and make a difference. It's the four steps we want people to go on to accomplish the vision. So that's catch you up there in case you didn't know. And uh, so each week this month, we are taking a week and kind of dedicating it to um, that step in the journey. And so, um, even though the title of Sunday wasn't no God, that was certainly kind of the theme, but the title for Sunday was ready, set, grow. 
Um, and as always, you can go listen to the actual sermon, um, one, probably one episode down on the podcast channel, or you can go to our website, transformationchurch.com. You can catch some of the information there. So, yep. um, but yeah, for the weekly follow-up, we're going to talk about some of that and (laughs) certainly some shenanigans. Not us. Will pop off. Not Uh, us. I don't know what it is, bro. I've been in stitches all day between Justin and John. I'm just, not, I don't know why. I've just been ready to go take a nap. I'm tired today. Today? Well, yeah, literally every day of your life since COVID. <laughs> since COVID? Since COVID, yeah. <clears throat> I slept good last night, though. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. What's, well, that's a good sign. I slept pretty good, and I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good, other than I'm tired. Well, there you have it. My arm's still my arm's not as sore today. I got a little That's good. shot number one. But Justin then got the first shot of the vaccine. I did. Yep. Comments not welcomed. Uh, Especially about that. Yeah. <laughs> so <Just> stay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> stay away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, comments will be deleted. About stay you know away. you know who you are. Yeah. If you're like that, <laughs> if you're one of those, you know it. Stay away. Yeah. Stay away. Um, right. But as we've been talking about getting getting tired, we open the sermon on Sunday talking about um, how we've tried to make lifestyle changes before. Like many people have tried to make lifestyle changes yeah. before. And you've like, you, we've kind of, you've done a little bit of that and gone to the gym, tried some different. It sucks. <laughs> you went to the gym? Not yeah. like recently, but like yeah, he not, has yeah, before. Not recently, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. He has before. I don't like it. Don't, well, don't be giving this man props for something he ain't doing. Well, okay. Well, th- I think the thing is like, that's my point is that when you come back to the gym or when you start something yeah that when you start something either you haven't done in a while like you started it stopped it and now it's been a while and you're starting over or if you start something new um that like those types of lifestyle changes are not easy a lot of times you don't like it in the beginning and it's really hard to pick back up where you left off you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. like you're playing basketball like if I haven't played in a year, it's you can't just walk back out on the basketball court and just pick back up where you left off. Like your there's always a little bit of a learning curve. It's like, yeah, you can get back up on a bike and it's like you never forgot, but you still don't ride Which, it like you did. Right, right. It's, right. it's like you know, skating. Travis Pastrana. It's like yeah. skating. Yes, I used to skate really good, <laughs> and I still do. But it's not like it was when I was 14 and doing it. Right. Just because uh, when, yeah. when you're there every week, you got to feel for your skates, see the the floor, the whole thing. But now it's like. Yeah. Oh, I'm still, it's still impressive, but it's not like it was back then. (laughs) Is that, is that the case? case. I've yet to see, I don't know. I haven't seen Justin skate, uh, in about 20 years. So probably longer than that. uh, Yeah. 21 years. God, we've known each other a long time. (laughs) Yeah. When you say it like that, it sounds ridiculous. It is. That we've known each other two thirds of our life. It is. Well, two thirds of my life. (laughs) So, yeah. But no, it's like that. It's like you, you, you don't just pick it back up, you know. Yeah, I, at all. Yeah, so it's it's like, you know. Well, and then making a lifestyle change, I think of the book um, Atomic Habits. Such a good book, yeah. Yep. You know, that's always really good to teach. You know, you can't just institute dramatic change in your life Correct. and think you're going to stick with it. You got to incrementally do Correct. generally yeah generally for most people yeah and that's what we we kind of dabbled in that on sunday i mean we're ahead of it but it's fine you I mean like we talked about at the end of the sermon sunday we were talking about like what's so what's one thing we can do 
Um, and uh, we're talking about knowing God. And we're talking about oftentimes many of us uh, don't know that God wants us to know him, like really, really know him. Um, he wants us to know him and he wants to show us that he does know us. And, um, and that's one thing we talk about on Sunday, which is like this idea that like it, that your habits should, or that you, you can change your patterns slowly. A lot of times someone's like, you know, I wake up every day at nine, but I'm gonna start waking up at four 30 and praying for an hour and reading my Bible for an hour and then working out for two hours. It's like, okay. (laughs) Or, or you just wake up 30 minutes earlier. And that's what we talked about Sunday. It's like, man, just, just change your schedule by 30 minutes, not by three hours. Start with 30 minutes. And then once you've adjusted to that and your body is used to it and you're mentally used to it, it's like, then if you feel like God's calling you to do it, then change it, you know, push it back another 30 minutes. And now you have more time to whatever, you know, and yeah. But yeah, anytime someone makes like a huge drastic lifestyle change like that, where they like go from nothing to everything, it's like, ooh, that's probably going to burn out pretty quickly, you know? So you're not in the habit of doing it. Right. Right. You know, at all. It's tough. So, uh, and we talked about that kind of being like with our relationship with the Lord. Like a lot of times I think we, we come into, you know, some, some of us, maybe we were close to God and now we're far from God or we're just not as close as we were, or we've allowed relationships or jobs or careers or degrees or school, or whatever, um, to kind of take the place of God. And he's not as important as, uh, as important as he once was. And I think a lot of times, you know, we're all aware that you can't just pick right back up where you left off in your health journey. Like you can't just pick right back off where you left off, pick right back up where you left off and you're working out and you're playing basketball and you're skating and you're whatever. But we tend to think we can do that in our spiritual life. Like God will just be right there where I left him. Uh, and it's not so much that he'll leave you, quote unquote, that's not what we're talking about. Cause he said, he'll never leave us nor forsake us, but more so how we feel and how close we are in the relationship with God, how comfortable we are being transparent and being honest with God, how comfortable we are following what's written in his word, how com- like how we give ourselves to those types of things. And I think that's, uh, that's what we kind of see what we're talking about here, which is this idea that like, man, you don't get to just like, if I didn't talk to my wife for six months, I don't get to just walk back in the house and things go right back to the way they were before I disappeared for six months. That's not really an option. No, there's some work we got to do now relationally to get back to where we were. Right. And like, so especially if we want to be better than where we were, like, those are just things that's reality for, for us. So it's good. Yeah. And so, you know, we talked about the idea that uh, a lack of growth is not just a failure to progress, but it's an automatic regress. And that's what I kind of, that was a statement I started out with on Sunday is that uh, a lack of growth is not just a failure to move forward. It's actually, you're actually automatically moving backwards. Standing still is not an option. You're either going forward, or you're going backwards. Um, and so if you're not winning, you're losing. Boom, mic drop, walk away. No, I'm just kidding. So, yeah. Uh, in our That's journey, not exactly an equivalent statement. but No, but you know, yeah. <laughs> That's how my brain works. Yeah. If you ain't first, you're last. Hashtag Enneagram 3. If, <laughs> if you ain't first, you're last. If you're Ricky Bobby. Anyway, so. <laughs> that was Megan Knotts. So, <laughs> Ricky Bobby. Um, Ricky Bobby. Sh- shake and bake. Uh, so, yeah, that's, and, and that's what we talked about on Sunday is in our journey, there's the realization of God and then there's the activation of life that follows God. And so for a lot of people, I think that they have equated their faith journey. So like getting saved, they've equated their faith journey 
strictly to the realization that God is real or that God is real and he loves them. Mm. So it's like you're in, for many people, I think your entire Christian journey is that of, I believe in God and I believe he loves me. Therefore I'm a Christian and I'll live however I want. I'll do whatever I want. And then I'll go to heaven when this is all over. And I think there's some genuine questions that really wrestle in tension with that belief system. A is that it's not true. Believing in a deity, believing in God does not make you saved any more than someone believing in Abraham Lincoln makes them saved. Believing in the existence of God or a deity does not by default mean you go to heaven because you believe in God. Um, the belief, the faith factor is considerably more than that in that Christianity is built around the idea of our faith in Christ alone and Christ's payment on the cross for our sins, giving us access back to God because he paid the price for our sins that we couldn't pay ourselves. Mm -hmm. So, so then once we're, once we're there, all right. So once we've got people across that bridge, right, then we can have a conversation on what it means to know God, but we do have to get across that bridge first. Uh, I used to try to get Justin to go to church with me all the time when we were kids. <laughs> I'd be like, bro, you should come to church with us this weekend. I don't even know that I was really, maybe I was a believer. I don't know. I, I but I definitely was a church goer. I'd be like, bro, you should come to church with us. Do you remember your answer? Yeah. No, I'm good. I'm Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> Justin was like, I'm good. I'm Catholic. I didn't want to go to church. Right. No, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I get it, but I, I think, but it similar in space. Like I'm sure when, yeah. when in that age bracket, you were like, I'm good. Like, I know I'm going to heaven. Right. Like I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm going to heaven. I'm good. That's right. I don't need to do any of this thing. That's right. Uh, and it's like at that point in your life, had God not interrupted your journey with a genuine faith encounter through Jesus Christ, you would not have gone to heaven. Right. Right. And, and a so, lot of people are there. A lot of people are there. Oh, that's in that spot mentally. And that's what I say, yeah. and that's what that statement means is that there's the realization of God, but then there's the activation of the life that follows God through faith. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's what we kind of want to deal with. But once we can get people across that bridge, now what does it mean to live a life uh, that follows God? And we kind of broke down um, and, and we gave some examples of that uh, on Sunday. And then we kind of broke down the four steps of our church, which is know God, find freedom, discover purpose, make a difference, how they're connected to Ephesians 1, 17 through 18, and how they're connected to the four steps that God wants every person to go on that starts in the book of Exodus yeah. actually, and continues to show up time and time again in the Bible. And Ephesians one is where we kind of take our four step journey. And you, we use that vernacular often for us, but, um, so then we kind of jumped into knowing God. So it's like, what does it take to know God? Well, I think the reality is first thing we have to understand is like that knowing God and knowing about God are not the same thing. That's right. You know, and I use an analogy. I was like, man, if I was going to text my wife right now and be like, I can't wait to see you run my hand through your flowing black hair, looking to your beautiful brown eyes. She'd be like, try again, homie. Cause my yeah. wife is a blonde haired, blue eyed girl. In case y'all <laughs> didn't know. So, um, like, but I believe that there are many Christians that they're talking about God that way. So they're, 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 they know all the proper things to say to make people think that they're Christians or religious, but the way in which they're describing God is not accurate to who God is at all. It's kind of the problem with cultural 
Christianity oh, that we've experienced in yeah. in America or 100%. specifically the South, you know. Yeah, totally. Where it's just something you know everybody knows. Everybody knows the lingo and 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 even pro- and went you know going to church back in the day in some communities like that's what you you just that's what you did. Yeah, saved yeah. by church attendance alone. <clears throat> right. 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 Yeah. And so, it's but like, it's like it's when you're talking about the 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 belief in a deity, it makes me think about really, I guess, Easter in a sense. Like, um, that's what sets Christians apart is an event, right? Like, and that's what Easter is. Like, the, the resurrection is the thing that makes Christianity Christianity, right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Essentially, yeah. Um, and who was resurrected and all that, but you know what I'm saying? Sure. It's like, um, without that, there is no like we're resurrection it's not even the bible it's not even like we're not we're not bible people and i don't i don't mean that as a disrespect to the word but it's like the the scriptural the the bible itself as a book isn't what our faith is hinged on it's the resurrection and of course the word points to all that and talks about it you know what i'm saying like if 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 you don't have a belief in the resurrection or if that's not where you're fair enough yeah yeah, it's not the bible alone our faith isn't in a book our faith isn't in a person in an event the book points us to right. that is kind of yeah. what i'm saying exactly yeah i feel that now. um yeah. and that's i think you know there's a lot of there's a lot of gods out there as far as what people oh, believe in yeah you know? religious gods and then our own personal things we turn into gods but that's i think of even the jewish community like you know like cultural you know like judaism mm-hmm. you know where there there are plenty of people who are jew by you know by like culture, right? Not right, right. practicing, don't follow the the Torah or or what? Not even in, in yeah. that regard, you yeah. know. But surely they know they know of God. Yeah. No. I mean, yeah. Totally. And, and we've we've kind of like I've I've dealt with this on many levels, you know. Especially like you know we have a couple people that's rolled through the church over the years, and 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 one of them in particular that I'm thinking about, like I remember sitting down with uh, a couple in our church and a boy uh, a boy and a girl and and they were dating so i was walking like just talking to them and i I was talking with one of them and i was like you know so where are you in your faith like where are you in your faith journey they're like yeah i believe in god and i was like okay cool but but like yeah do you believe in jesus as a payment like payment for your sins like do you believe in jesus christ and this person was like yeah like i believe in god i'm like not we're not it's not okay like i was like yes the deity of god but do you believe in jesus christ that god that god in the flesh that jesus is the word and the word walked on the earth and jesus of the triune god third part of the trinity came down became god in the flesh and paid for our sins and the person was like i mean i believe in god and i know i'm going to heaven and i'm like all right like so I, kept, I kept kind of bringing it back full circle and finally the person was like yeah we're saying the same thing and i was like but we're really not we're not we're not saying the same thing uh and it may seem like semantics to you but it's actually a really big deal um and so it's like we and i think that's the thing about christianity is i believe cultural christians religious christians and those that don't want to be christians but want heaven have made an attempt to create a new vernacular that sounds cryptically similar to Christianity, but with none of the responsibility, accountability or authority in their life to, to actually be Christian. So they want the benefit of Christianity, which is heaven, but they don't want the responsibility, which is to walk out the the life of faith as a Christian. Um, you know, essentially like we want to treat Jesus like a side chick or a sugar daddy. 
It's like, I want what you can give me, but I don't actually want you. Yeah. And it's like, like, man, are we coming dangerously close to seriously? Yeah. Some, some pretty dangerous stuff there. So yeah, all that to say is like, <laughs> we have to understand that there's <laughs> yeah. a big difference between knowing God and knowing about God That's or right. knowing Christ and knowing about Christ. There's a big difference between saying you love God, but you don't believe in Jesus because those things aren't, you, the, those two statements can't stand in tandem with one another. So at least not the God of the Bible. Correct. Your God, that might be true, but the God of the Bible and Jesus, the way, the truth, and life, no one gets a father except through me, Jesus, like, is the only way to heaven. So That's right. Just, just so we're clear, right? Well, case there wasn't a doubt. <laughs> just just case, to solidify the moment. Case there wasn't a doubt. Case there wasn't a doubt, yeah. yeah. So, um, but then we talked about this idea that it's like not just God's genuine desire to know us, but to have us know him. And that was really like what we try to get into on Sunday. Um, and we'll kind of give these points and then kind of go from there. But uh, point number one, which is the ready part. To engage with God emotionally. Yeah. So if we're, how do I get to know God is what we yep. were talking about on Sunday. Like how, okay, how do I get to know God? The first one is that we engage with God emotionally and like, Justin, you're not really an emotional person. No. Right? No. Like, what do you say, John? Justin's an emotional person? No, not at all. <laughs> so. Um, no, I'm not. I'm, yeah, no. But th- but you, I think you do have this understanding. Like you have made the connection of being emotionally connected to God based on what he's done and who he is. Yeah. I'm not saying you cry at every worship service or anything. I'm just no. saying like. No. And I, I'm, you know, or at anything, I'm not, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not emotional in the sense of, I think when we think of emotional, we, what we picture is over emotional people. <laughs> okay. So, so there's that. Okay. Um, I'm definitely, definitely not, not, I'm not person. over emotional. So if that means I'm not emotional, then yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Oh, it makes yeah, sense. Already. It makes sense. When we think of For emotional people, sense. what we're really talking about is over emotional people. I mean, I do. I think John's emotional. No, that's true. John's not really emotional. He's a three two. That's true. As well. Three as well. I three mean, as well. I get more emotional than probably you do. Well, th- this deck of cards gets more emotional than Justin does. But what is there to get emotional about? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? In my yeah, no, in totally. my daily life, what does there to get emotional about? <laughs> you know what I, I'm saying? No, yeah, he does get emotional. He gets emotional at other cars that aren't driving correctly. That's true. He gets angry. That's different. That's a completely different yeah, thing. Like, it's emotional. It's you know, just a like when, type of emotion. when Theo was born, you probably like got a little emotional. Like I could see like that that makes total sense. But like in my normal day to, to day, uh, why would I be get emotional? Like, I don't get emotional about. Or I think like get, I think sometimes we think of emotional, we just think of sad. We think of sad now, but things move me. Yes, like I'm not I'm not completely closed off. Like I think I'm in I'm in touch with my emotions. My emotions don't control me though. I control them. Okay. <laughs> just like your cholesterol. That's right. No. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Lower that but do you know what I'm saying? Yes, like, I, I do. Like a lot of people's emotions yeah, control no, yeah. them, and I'm definitely not. Th- I, that's not the case at all. I, I think, think that's how I, I think that's how I am. I'm probably a little more like I let my emotions show a little more than you do. But 
Yeah. yeah I'm not, I, I'm, and even like my, like, I don't think like sad emotions. Like I, you know, yeah, I'm probably more emotional than people think I am just internalized, but they just don't, but it's not, um, not my emotions do not control me, me at all. You know, so it's yeah. like, I, I think I'm in touch with them and they're not welcome in that space with you. Um, generally, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like a Dr. Phil episode. Yeah. Why, why do you think that is Justin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, no, uh, I agree. What I think it's also like, I think people, yeah, people just don't really see that side of you. I think it's funny because I would say people see more of the sad, I don't know about sad, me f engaging with the side of my emotions that would bring about tears or vulnerability or sadness. But people, most people don't see me and when my emotion of like anger, I think you see it probably more than anyone else. Yeah. It's just because like, you're my, like, like I, I can hit a pressure relief valve yeah. in your office so that I don't take it out on like John or the interns or whatever. So it's just like, all right, bro, I got to blow like, right. Before I blow a stinking gasket, I need to like talk to somebody about this. And so I'll walk <laughs> in the office and be like, bro, I need to talk to you. Yeah. And like, so I think that you see me angry more often than other people do. Um, and, but other people see me like sad or feeling like mournful emotions more. And I think it's the opposite. Like I think people probably experience you in some states of frustration more often, but they probably would never see you like sad in the way that, it would show on your face. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, I guess when I'm around people, mostly specifically in a church context, like there's nothing going on that would make me sad. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I agree. It, with that. You know, what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it, it's like, it's Sunday morning. Like what am I sad about now? I may be frustrated. Cause like, you know, John didn't do what he said he was going to do or sure. something. And I'm using that as an example, but you know what I'm saying? Like, solitaire all day. Like things, Things can frustrate people, Please but that doesn't mean explain. <laughs> but there's nothing to be sad at, you right? Know? Right. And then, right. Like no, people will see like your emotion in preaching, yes. but generally when you talk about something that's sad, emotional, you know, yeah, it, yeah, which, sad, yeah. Those are also things that you've gone through that I haven't. Sure. You know, and some and some of that, you of know, course. So it's like that makes total sense, you know. So it's like, um, yeah, I, I think that I'm not overly emotional. I'm not over emotional, and I think it has its proper place when it needs to. But I think happiness is an emotion and we, oh, yeah. we got that on display at all times. Oh yeah. <laughs> happiness is an emotion. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. the thing too. It's like, if uh, I, I'm generally happy though, you know what I'm saying? Like if that's yeah. the dominant emotion. Right. And I think that's what I think is unfair when we talk about even personality types. It's unfair to label me as someone who doesn't show emotion when I show it all day as laughing and having fun and happy. Fair enough. I, I'm, I'm just not crying or upset like <laughs> some people are and that's your life is full of sadness and whatever <laughs> and i didn't mean it like that i'm just saying <laughs> you know what i'm saying i do like, it's just funny you're, like you you're dominant your is is sad and or or anger or grief or whatever and mine's not so i think right, we're right, both right. showing emotions i just don't live 
in that state. Well, yeah, and I think we're both. Or uh, I'm not in that state, I should say. Yeah, I think we're both relatively good compartmentalizers as well. Well, so that's like, true too. I, I can pick and choose when I'm going to feel something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just like I'll put a lid. On, <laughs> I'll put a lid on that box right now and not even think twice about it until I feel like dealing with it in my own space or whatever. You know what I mean? Like right. So yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. Yeah. So. But yeah, so I don't know how we got to talk about all that. We're talking about engaging with God emotionally. Yeah, that's right. And how, like, whether it's worship or reading our Bible or whatever, that we should we should engage with God not just on an intellectual level, but on an emotional. One. Yeah, that there should be a there should be a spirit of gratitude in worship, um, and it should develop in us emotions that we feel towards. God that he's gone out of his way to it, to know us have a him uh, have him know us us know him it makes me think of the Jesus culture song you won't relent the oh I don't want to talk gosh. about Jesus. are you getting Misty, Jesus culture covered it they yeah. covered it yeah Misty that's the one but the whole I, I don't want to talk about that's you like, like, of, like you're not in the room oh yeah, yeah, yeah I want to yeah. uh, you know I want to sit right, right I want to sing right to you and it's kind of like what you're saying, like engaging with God emotional, it's not just, mm-hmm. you're not mm-hmm. thinking of or praying to or talking about this far off distant God. It's do it more relationally like you would a spouse or intimately, you know, yes, and not in a weird way, but like a, a best yeah, friend, a, per, a, a personal, a, a very yeah. intimate personal thing. And I, I, I thought of that, that little line in that song, like, I don't want to talk about you like you're not in the room. I want to yeah. look right at you. I want to sing right to you. Yeah. You know, it's a very powerful lyric. That was a powerful song until every church did it over and over and over and over and over. If it was a vinyl, there'd be no vinyl left. The needle would have played everything off the vinyl record. Like it was just. Listen, that, that Jesus culture album. That's the We Cry Out album. I think it's the other one. Uh, Uh, Live from New York. uh, No, it's the one with that song on it. John, look it up real fast. I got you. Oh yeah. John, look it up. You got a computer. Um, That's my favorite worship album of all time. Still, it's got, um, uh, your love never fails. Your love never fails. Oh, it's that album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, your love never fails. It's got that song. It's got their 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 cover of um, <laughs> "I Exalt Thee." Oh, that's a good one. Um, yeah. What's the first song on that album? Your love never fails. Your love. That's you were just saying that literally. Yeah. yeah. Your love never fails. Great, great album. Um, that was my. That's still my favorite worship album. I think that's right. Is it "Your Love Never Fails"? Yeah, that's Chris Kilala, right? Yeah. No. I don't That's, even have that album in my. Oh, I do. In my catalog, I do. Because I, I, it got. I just got. It's Jesus culture, but yeah, Chris Kilala was the like the main one. Yeah, I don't think he's at Jesus. Is he still at Jesus? I don't think so. But I, uh, that's, no, we we recommend that. It's now. older. What what year does oh, it show? It what year that was out? 2011, 10? Uh, yeah. Two thousand ten. Two thousand ten. Jesus culture. Wow. Uh, what's the name of it? Your love never fails. Your love never fails. Is the album Your love never fails. And the highlights on? You won't relate. It's on there. Beautiful, happy day. All those. Yeah. F- great, great. Set album. of fire. That was a all-consuming fire. Is that what you want? Yeah, I- I'm listening to that later. Yeah. Settled. 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 Done deal. King of glory. Oh, oh. oh. Even that one. That that's a great album. Yeah. So if you're looking, if you're newer to the faith, and you're looking for some good worship music that's older that you wouldn't listen normally here because you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. go get that on iTunes or Spotify or whatever. Yeah. Seriously. Anyways, let's move on. Yeah. Well, and, and what, like, and so talk about that for a second. Like, what is the, what makes you, like, you kind of connected to that song some. 
you know, you connected that, these songs or whatever. It's like, but yeah, that was a, that was just a, it was a crazy time. John was there for all that. I mean, there was, there was a lot of cool stuff back, back then, you know, mm-hmm. um, that we were, that we were going through. God was doing a lot, still young in our, on our walk and our journey. Um, oh, that's not my bad. Um, and our walk and our journey, but I don't know. I mean, that, that, those were, that album, the church we were at, we did some of those songs. We did them in the youth group. We did mm-hmm. them in, on Sunday, but there was just, I don't know, a lot happening at that time when those songs were part of our, just like now, I mean, Catalog. Graves yeah. in the Gardens is something we're doing in our church a good bit, and it means a lot. You know, it yeah. was our version kind of, of that. Yeah, it was, some of that was like our version of that. Yeah, and we talk about that a little bit. Like we talk about it in worship circles. I mean, it's like having anthems for the house. I mean, it's just songs that people are connecting with at that season, and it's certainly one of those. You know, it was one of those. We did it. I mean, that was why we joke. Like when I laugh, it's because we because we did. You won't relent. So much. you literally didn't relent. Like we did not relent <laughs> on that song. Yeah, we we followed through with our yeah, word. We yeah. did not relent. It was that like song. Like and we there's a whole list of songs that are on the like do not playlist. You know what I mean? Like songs that it's like if I never heard them again and never played them again. You know, being a musician on worship teams for. 18 years or whatever it's like if i'd never played those songs again i'd be totally i don't know sometimes there's something with nostalgia too though but like you won't relent like that was probably the song on that album i listened to the least because we played it in our church a lot yeah but the last time i was going through my phone like in the car and was playing you know so, like those songs i listened to it and i thought it was great you know yeah it, it's an emotional that connection. little guitar little riff you know thing in it you know of the song i like the whole thing you know, yeah. it's got a guy and a girl. You know yeah. what I mean? At least their version. Does. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, um, yeah, it's uh, it's, it's good. good. It's a good song. Yeah, and so um, you know, and we we had a phrase that said we need to let the same affection that we have for everything God gave us become the affection we feel about God Himself. That's good. You know, that's really so. good. Then we talked about aligning yourself positionally. Um. And so trying to get like putting ourselves in the position to hear from God, worship God, participate with God, like, you know, et cetera. So all those things. Um, and so, yeah, we need to invest the same amount of time into God that we invest into getting everything we want from God. We talked about that. Um, and then, and that was where we talked about the idea of like making incremental changes to our routines. Yeah. I think where most Christians mess up, not from a like a salvation perspective, so not like mess up and now they're going to hell. It's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like, like losing most, their salvation, right? That's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> not what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, I think what where most you can Christians do that. <sighs> Stop, John. Where most <laughs> <laughs> where most Christians mess up when it comes to trying to get themselves in the right place is, I believe most Christians do want to read their Bible more. Yeah. I believe most Christians do want to pray more. I believe most Christians do want to do more of the thing that they know they want slash need to be doing. I think what most Christians don't do is they don't build healthy routines into their life where that's possible on a long-term basis. And that's what we presented on Sunday's idea of like an atomic habit, like change your morning routine by 30 minutes, wake up 30 minutes earlier. Don't give you, don't make that like, don't give yourself permission to lollygag because you woke up 30 minutes earlier, still do your routine. But instead of walking out the door at eight, now you're walking out the door at seven 30. Or instead of just walking out the door at seven 30, you get to work at eight, you're walking out the door at seven, but 
on your way out the door, you stop for 30 minutes and you read your Bible and you pray and you do all that. So it's like just a practical application thing. Just change your routine a little bit. Um, You know, I just, I I feel like, I, I feel like in America, there's so much for us to indulge in that we indulge in all the things that don't matter and we skip out on the things that do matter. We major, major on the minors and we minor on the majors. So it's like, I mean, we indulge in Netflix and these TV shows till one o'clock in the morning, but then we can't wake up in the morning. It's true. It's like, I don't have time to read my Bible. It's like, oh, you do. You just stayed up till 1 a.m. watching Netflix. Therefore, you slept till 8 and need to be at work at 8.30. Now you got to hustle and get ready and get out the door and get to work. And then you're tired all day. And then you then you get off work. And now you got to do a few things. And, and then you're you, busy. And yeah. Right. Not busy. So, Bro, listen. I'm on another podcast called more than a young professional, right? Set, yep. I hope you're going where I think you're going. And I would love to talk. About we this. had a whole episode on like goal setting. Okay. And I was kind of, I'm very different than the other people that host it with me and how we set goals. Okay. And I just think that most people, and I'm guilty of this as well. We love the idea so much as a crutch, <sighs> you know, Cause you're right. You, there is plenty of time in the day to do anything you want. Literally anything, anything you want. You just make time for what's important. Yes. And at the end of the day, I'm so sick of hearing about people being busy, myself included busy or tired. Yeah. And I, and I'm definitely use the tired one, but it's like, well, but I mean like there's a difference between like it's two o'clock and I'm tired because it's, it's that part of the day where my body lulls the difference between someone being tired at two or just living in a state of being tired all the time. And that's more when I say like tired, that, that annoys me. So we got to, in that episode, we were just kind of talking about some of that. Like we were talking about planners, like people like make goals and, and we got to a place where we had to define our terms even because what I was saying what someone else was saying I was like man you're talking you're using the word goals and I think those are dreams for most people fair enough you know and it's like yeah I just think that some of that is talk about it you convince yourself that it's okay you haven't read your bible lately because I've been busy and it's not okay yeah it's not okay well and the thing is is it's like if you know I think about it's like when you hear people, people just use excuses all the time for the thing is like every person has 24 hours in a day. Every person. It's like, yeah, but you don't have kids. It's like, you're right. I don't. But the thing is, is like you also don't work 16 hours a day for the first four days of the week, but I do. It's like, so you know what that means? If I want to get this in, I get up at five. Like the last two days, I slept spectacularly, didn't get up at five. So I've like carved out time throughout the day. And it's like. Well, and all of those, like, you know, this is not to pick on people that have kids, but it's like, you just don't have kids or you you just don't this or you just don't that. It's like, there are plenty of people who've accomplished phenomenal things in their life with tons of kids. Like, you you know what I mean? I know a a business owner buddy right now, uh, almost a self-made millionaire who will be in the next three years. Um, and he has four kids, but he wakes up at four thirty a.m. every day. Yeah, and he does he does half of his work before his kids get up. Right. Our contractor for the building, I've I've been getting to know. Yep. And you know his social media, all he does is post about he's got two small daughters. Okay. You know, and he gets up early with them, and he's involved with. They takes him to church and school and all these things, but he's running and building a fantastic business. It's like. 
you just can't give me that. Like, yeah. and, and, and the flip side, it's like, yeah, you're right. I don't. And, and yes, at times that you can use that, but, and that's not just to pick on kids. You can, like I said, you can use that about, yeah, d- you, degree, just, career, you don't do whatever. this. So yeah. you don't have that. It's like, and I get it. But at the end of the day, you make time for what's important. You know, I mean, you know how many, do you know how many people specifically women over the years have had to work a job and raise the kids and put in full-time school so they can get the degree they always wanted. It's and they're doing it. They're doing it. It's well, like what, it's yeah. so po- the, those women they set a goal. That's right. They didn't just have a dream, they set a goal and then they they made whatever have to happen. If that means I yeah. got to get up 30 minutes earlier to squeeze some uh, homework in or I got to stay up late, like you just do it. So anything else short of that is a crutch for your it, you can pat yourself on the back or sleep easier at night and convince yourself and i'm guilty of this i'm not talking to everyone i'm talking to me too to say like i didn't do this but it's okay because i was busy today sure it's like well yeah no doubt. okay well and that's the thing is it's like you know whatever whatever you want to accomplish like whatever you want to accomplish whatever you want to do whatever you want to have it's like you you can really have and not, and not even just like in a like self-help type of way i'm just talking about like when it comes and we're talking about like we're talking about 30 minutes a day I yeah. believe we should probably be giving God more than that. I think we should probably give him closer to an hour today, or if not more than that, like strategic specific time, but fair enough. Yeah. That's, that's my conviction. Not everyone else's. And so, um, but like my, but just going along with what you're saying is it's like, yeah, but I got this going on. It's like, uh, was it Charles Spurgeon? I think he said, uh, maybe it was someone else. You know, he said, I've got so much to do today. I can't not spend the first hour in prayer. Yeah, that's good. And it's like, you know, and it's like the idea of diminishing returns. You know what I mean? It's like, man, sometimes I was just talking to pipeline about this last night. It's like, sometimes we think that by that doing more will present more results, not realizing that if we did more of the right things, it would actually produce the results we want. I equate it in this conversation. almost to tithing. Someone's like, how do you afford 10%? It's like, how do I afford not to how, at yeah. this point? Like I'm exactly. so blessed. The only people that tithe are the people, the only people that tithe, are the only people that can afford to tithe are the ones that do. Right. You let that sink in. Like I the only ones that can afford to do it are the ones I that I can't do. afford not to at this right. point. And that's yeah. what I'm getting at. Because like, I have more with my 90 than I would with the, with with the 100. With the 100, right? Yeah, 100%. So it's like the same, same concept. First of hour, right? So it's like, that's that's the whole idea. It's like, man, we, we you, it's you fr- we do. It's a first fruits principle. First fruits principle. Speaking of. Speaking of, we got a first <laughs> fruits offering there. this Sunday. <laughs> yeah. We got first fruits offering coming up this Sunday. Did we hit the bo- the last one, oh, no. make growth reactional instead of instead of optional, optional, just which goes along with what we're talking about. Absolutely, like make growth reactional, grow make growth reactional to the patterns you've created rather than optional to the lifestyle you're living. Uh oh. So there you go. That's what that's what we're gonna do. Yeah. So, looking, um, looking forward to number two in this series. Yeah. And so here's the deal, uh, and it's it's the Gary V thing. Okay. Talent is cheap. It's a talent is cheap conversation, but in a different way. Boy, listen, talent is so overrated. There is s- countless unsuccessful, talented people. <sighs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's the people. It, it's not about yeah. You need some talent, but yeah, man, determination, hard work. You know, grit, s- man. Yeah, th- yeah, those things matter. Talent is overrated. Faux show. It's good stuff. Don't forget, first fruits offering this Sunday. Uh, that's where we're going to give the Lord uh, an offering above and beyond our tithe. Uh, and just for clarity on that, just so you know, it's kind of an Old Testament principle. Uh, so, it's, but it's not a law to be followed, like in the Old Testament. It's just a posture to be pursued. So we're we're, we're doing this under grace, 
with a spirit of sacrifice um, and honoring the Lord and praying for supernatural blessing on our families and our homes. And I had someone ask me about that. They're like, man, do you really think like, you know, we, we do not look at God as a genie in a bottle. We do not look at God as a, you do this and I'll do this. No, but God has consistently and constantly shown us in his word that what you sow, you will reap. And we're using a biblical principle to say, God, I'm giving you, I'm sowing and I'm looking for a harvest from you. And, uh, that does not necessarily mean that all of us are going to be millionaires. That's not what this means, but it does mean that God will take care of you. Um, and there's different ways that he may do that. And this is what I was telling this, this person I was talking to on Sunday. I was like, at the end of the day, we just can't deny it. We've had so many people in our church yeah, that do this. And when they do it, God supernaturally comes through for them. It's like, well, I don't know if that's how God works. It's like, but it's working. Like, I can't argue with it because it's like, well, I don't know if I believe that. And I'm like, well, I don't know if I believe in gravity, but go jump off the roof it works like, yeah. you know, and so it's, it's kind of like where we are with the first fruits offering for, for people that are like, hey, I don't know if we should view the God that way. It's like, we're not viewing God that way. We're viewing the law that God put in place, not the law of tithing, the law of sowing and reaping. Yeah. And so we're going to God and saying like, we're sowing and we're looking for you, for you to, to bring about a harvest, to bless us, to take care of us again, not promising a million dollars. That's not what we're talking about. Um, blessing us in whatever means that means for God. We're investing, we're giving to you, God, and we're just trusting you're going to be our source and you're going to take care of us supernaturally. It's an investment into the kingdom. Is, Correct. You know, absolutely. And he's doing something around here. It's no, it's no secret, you he's know, it's, doing something. It's cool. It's a yeah. good time. Awesome. I Uh-oh, we got cards. Rapid fire. We got, we got questions. You ready over there, Johnny boy? Let's do it. Creative John. John the creator. John the what creator. was his nickname from before? Satmaster. Why? Johnny Half Shoulder. Half Stack. Half Stack. That was Kyle's, wasn't it? Or yours or Kyle's? When are y'all give to him? Me John. and or Kyle. Johnny Half Stack. That was on staff retreat that one year. A couple years ago. <laughs> we get, all of us went and got these extravagant breakfasts and John had like a kid's stack of pancakes. <laughs> That's silver dollar pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't silver dollar. A half stack they were of a half stack of Man, regular you know, pancakes. A good pancake <laughs> sounds good right now. Bro, we had pancakes Saturday and I made some gangster topping to go on them and it was good. Lakeith would just text me about that. He I, said, Man, that, I need to go to, to Coffee Guy and get some pancakes. Just had breakfast that you could have got. They well, you don't pancakes. like sweet. They don't do pancakes. You don't like sweet waffle. breakfast. Yeah, because you got a waffle. That's not a pancake. Fair enough. Don't disagree with you on that. Are you a waffle over pancake? I like both. I will probably pick pancake over waffle. Okay. I, I like both, but they're different. John, what would you rather have, waffle or pancake? And don't say biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, He's gonna say John waffle. He's say. gonna say waffle. You don't know my life, but I would say waffle. You'd say waffle. You don't. <laughs> I think I would. It, it, Waffles are good. If it's just plain waffle versus plain pancake, I'm rolling waffle. If we start putting stuff on top of it or in it, then I'm rocking with pancakes. I don't want nothing on top or in it other than syrup on both of them. And butter. Chocolate chips. No, 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 no. Oh, man. It's way too sweet. I made a gangster like whipped whipped uh, cheesecake topping for these pancakes we no, made Saturday. No, 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 no. Way they too were sweet. Serious. It was good. <clears throat> Okay, so here's some would you rather's. Are we ready? Oh, would you rather, okay. Would you rather, John, are you ready? Yep. Okay. Would you rather be handcuffed to the most annoying person <laughs> you know for 24 hours or go camping with someone who likes you but you don't like them back? Camping. 
Yeah, I'd say camping. I mean, I, I I don't know. I don't think I like the whole like handcuff thing. Yeah, I gotta like go to the bathroom and stuff. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, nah, okay. I'm gonna go camping. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go camping too. I think I don't like so, camping though, but yeah, but rather than 24 hours, the most annoying person. Like, uh-uh. all right, would you rather have your head be too big for your body or hands that are too small for your size? Well, I have a big head. <laughs> That's true. Like my I'm head, about like no. Like, Justin head. already has this issue, so For like my I have a big head, small <laughs> hands. <laughs> uh, I got a monster size head. You do have small hands. I do. Yeah, I mean I'm five seven. I'm a little guy. Fair enough. Uh, so which but which one like let's like exaggeratedly large or exaggeratedly small? Small hands uh, or big head? That's such a weird question. All these are weird questions. I wonder how handsome I am though, man. I already have a big head, so I'm just gonna have to go big head. You're gonna go big head. Are we talking like James Bond, like the double O set, Golden Eye, big head? Or like, wouldn't that wouldn't the big head that they did that? I have no idea what you're talking about. On uh, Nintendo 64, Golden Eye, where the, you could do like the big head mode. Oh yeah, on N64. Yes, bro, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, nerd alert. <laughs> I don't know what. Oh man, that was about. the best mode, bro. Dude, absolutely, and slaps only. Oh, okay, let's move on. This golden, is golden gun slaps only. We're, everyone's now. I'm gonna have to go uh, buy a golden eye because I don't have it. But I have the things you spend your money on. I used to kill at that game, both metaphorically and listen. In everyone the listening to this is now dumber <laughs> for having listened to it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, that's so a refer- that's John's a going big head. Justin's going big head. I'm gonna go big head. All right. Uh, next, would you would you rather your fingers always feel sticky or your throat always feel itchy? These are so stupid. <laughs> oh, man. That's a hard one. Right? You can't pick either one of those. First of all, who likes sticky fingers? No one. <laughs> and but you was. can't always have an itchy throat. That, you got to pick. You gotta, we got we to gotta make a make I would a think here. that if your fingers always felt sticky, you would get used to that. But an itchy throat all the time would be hard. Dude, uh, yeah. I feel like I always got a cough. Like, you know, like I'm trying to drink That's something. so. This is a stupid question. I'm Yeah. I'm going. Yeah. I, I feel the same. Yeah, I'm gonna have to say sticky, sticky fingers, man. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's where I'm marking. All right, next. Would you rather? Would you? Would you rather blow your nose with sandpaper or use bubble wrap instead of toilet paper for the rest of your life? Uh, <laughs> it's not even like blow your nose in sandpaper with sandpaper or. Or use bubble use wrap for as, toilet paper? As toilet paper for the rest of your life. I'm going to have to say bubble wrap on the bum, bro. <laughs> bubble wrap on the bum. I just wouldn't blow my nose in anything. <laughs> just snot rocket. Just, snot just rocket. answer the question. Just snot rocket. No, I, I, I'm refusing <laughs> to answer that. That is dumb. <laughs> well, that doesn't make sense. Bubble wrap for toilet paper doesn't make a whole lot of sense. There's no right. absorption, nothing. Okay, these questions going to be a, for the the logical. These questions that's going to be a big old answer. mess. That's what that's going to be. <laughs> that's a big old mess. A big mess. Then you got to flush it. How's that work? Yeah. <laughs> you know. All right, we got we got. You uh, cut it up. I, I broke out the uh, the other deck, the green deck. Okay. They're called what the heck? What the heck? All right, so um, let's see. What Guinness World Record do you think you could break in the future? Probably a lot of them. Well, just give me one. I I don't know what all the records are. It's in the Guinness Book. <laughs> the most mouse clicks. Uh, most mouse clicks. You think you could do that? I think I, I, I wonder what it is. Is that a real? That's a real. Google it. 
John's looking it up. What do you think, Justin? Do you have one? I don't know what they all are. Okay. How can I answer that? No, no, no. Just saying what what record do you think? Like, is there a record you think you could break? But I don't know what all the records are. We don't have to know all the records. Like categories. Like, what are they? Everything. But what if there's one I don't know that I could beat? I'm just saying, is there one that you know of that you could you <laughs> No, think you I could don't beat? know. I can't even think Bro, of one Guinness record. Okay. It might come as a surprise. Oh, God. But there's a world record holder for the quickest mouse clicker. According to Record Setter, a website that lets player uh, post record for everything, per the same website, Dylan Alred from Las Vegas holds the world record for the most mouse clicks in 10 seconds. The data suggests that Alred clicked, what is clicked the on? mouse 1,051 times in 10 seconds. That's impossible. He I, rigged that up. I don't believe that for a second. Especially not for 10. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can do a lot in 10 seconds. Uh, I just don't believe that. Yeah, I don't know what all. I, I, I don't know. That's a hard one. I mean. All right, yeah, last one, and then we'll, then we'll bounce out of yeah, here. Yeah, let's get up. If you could marry a fictional character, who would it be? A fictional character. Hmm. I feel like uh, that's a dangerous game to play for me yeah. and John. I th- yeah, y'all are married already. Well, am I, okay, well, I mean, that's just a fun, are we allowed to, are we allowed to, are we allowed to answer <laughs> it? Bro, you got to text your wife real quick. Ask her if you can play this game. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, hold on. I'll pick a different. I'll pick a different one. Because you're married. I'll pick a different. I have a date night tonight. I'm picking a different one. Yeah. Okay, hold on. You mean like Ariel or something? Jasmine yeah. from Aladdin. Yeah. Um. What is your favorite microwavable food? Yo, Ashley wants to know though. She's like over here with her double eyes. No, I'm not. Not answering that question. I have a date <laughs> night tonight. I'm not answering that question. What's my favorite microwavable food? Yeah. Bro, they I've kind of migrated from the microwave to all air fryer for that kind of stuff. Feel that. I feel so that. So that's hard to answer. I would say something like pizza rolls or something quick, you know. Microwave pizza rolls? I would do them in the oven. No, though. That's sir. the thing, you know. Yeah. No, sir. Absolutely not. I don't know. I am an oven pizza roll or air fryer. Now air fryer pizza roll person. Yeah, I mean, seriously. Microwave pizza rolls are for people. I don't that. really use my microwave like that. I don't I know. I feel that. I feel that. I feel like I had these were all terrible cards today. Well, sorry. We'll get it together for next week. So uh, here's a little insight for you guys as far as microwavable stuff. Sam's Club has a chicken sandwich. Chicken sandwich? tastes exactly like the Chick-fil-A sandwich. You just put it in the microwave. Watch your mouth, sir. Exactly. uh, Pretty close. Okay. Hold on now. Pretty close ain't exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You can't say it tastes exactly. It's pretty close. Well, it's it's very similar. You put it in the microwave for 10 seconds. That's it? And that's no, it. There's and no way, John. Bro, I'm telling, you. Bring, I'm some, telling bring you. bring some to bring work. One, yeah, we have a microwave here. We're testing this theory. Bring some, we're going to test well, it. We're going to test a, it on the Sam's air. Club oh, we should do that. We're going to test it on the air. Oh, right? we don't have a Sam's Club card. How do you know? We we'll got figure, one. The church has got one. one. Savannah's aunt brought me some. Oh, the church has a Sam's membership. Chick-fil-A has invested a lot of time, a lot of energy, and a lot of money in making their chicken sandwich taste like that. If you mean to tell me... It took True and Kathy a decade to come up with the current recipe. If you mean to tell me that a microwaved chicken sandwich can taste the same... You're wrong. <sighs> but it does sound good. I'm not going to lie. I'll eat that. I mean, I'm here for it. I mean, even if it tastes a half as good, it's still good. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Fair enough. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. For 10 seconds. We're going to have to try it out. I'm dead serious. Well, we have to uh, Yeah, no, I'm, hey. I'm open to the challenge, and I think we should do it on air. Yep. We'll do it for you guys. I know you yeah. I know there's nothing else you'd rather Savannah do. Savannah knows all about it. Eat these chicken sandwiches. All right, cool. 
Well, well, we got to get up out of here. We do. Got to get up out of here. We don't have a lunch small group to go to today. Nope, tomorrow. Tomorrow. So, all right, guys, we appreciate you tuning in with us. Justin, where can they find more about the church? You can find us online, transformationchurch.com, or Instagram and Facebook at Transformation Pensacola. All right, guys, we appreciate y'all tuning in with us. Uh, don't forget, First Fruits coming up this Sunday. If you guys are participating in that, you can participate online. And you don't even have to go to TCA to be part of it it's if true. you don't want to. So if you're just like you want, you're like, man, that sounds great. I would think I would like to get involved in that. Yeah. Uh, you can give uh, to the first fruits offering transformationchurch.com. Yep. Uh, click give, and you can do the drop down menu for first fruits. And uh, yeah, we'll be praying over that and all that on Sunday. So yep. you can participate from anywhere. That's it. All right, guys, we love y'all. We'll catch y'all next week for another week, another sermon, another follow up podcast. See you guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Transformation Church weekly follow-up podcast. It would mean so much to us if you would subscribe, like, and review us on iTunes. You get double points if you show love by sharing it with your friends. Don't forget, you can follow Pastor Brad and Pastor Justin on Instagram and Twitter at at bradlivingston underscore and at justinoswald underscore. Tweet them your questions and comments or email them to us at followup at transformationchurch.com. And for more information on Transformation Church, visit us online at mytc.life and on Instagram and Facebook at Transformation Pensacola.